This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So let me tell you a story about what's going on. There's a very extreme wing of the Republican Party, and the House representatives referred to themselves now. I've been calling them this for a while, but now they refer to themselves as the MAGA Republicans. And they've taken control of the House. They've taken control. They have a speaker who has his job because he yielded to the, quote, MAGA element of the party. And they're doing the best, to the best of my knowledge, what no other political party has done in the nation's history. They're literally, not figuratively, holding the economy hostage by threatening to default on our nation's debt that we've, already, that we've already incurred, we've already incurred over the last couple hundred years, unless we give in to their threats and demands as to what they think we should be doing with regard to the budget. It's Wednesday, 10 May in the year of our Lord, 2023, major town hall tonight. We'll be covering it uh, soup to nuts in the next two hours. Very honored to have uh, Senator J.D. Vance, Republican of Ohio. Senator Vance, how big – you won by eight points, ten points. How big did you win in Ohio? Yeah, about eight points. I think that's right. About eight points. Um, and I think people will refer to you generally as part of the MAGA movement, one of the leaders in the MAGA movement, certainly one of our intellectual, public intellectual, intellectual leader. The speech you gave a couple of years ago over in Pentagon City is still a, a benchmark in our movement. Um, Speaker McCarthy, you know, just Biden right there. Wall Street Journal reports almost half the nation does not believe we should raise no, no, incur, no more debt. Seventy-five percent of Republicans. You're part. You're part of a MAGA Republican Senate, or at least the MAGA Republicans in the Senate. Um, uh, McCarthy's put forward the only plan so far. I mean, your, right. your thoughts about this? Well, look, that's exactly right. McCarthy's the only person who's put forward a plan, and Joe Biden can't sit back and threaten to drive the American economy off a cliff when McCarthy's actually done his job. So the crazy thing about what Biden is doing is he's saying, if we don't pass the debt ceiling increase, it's going to tank the economy. Well, McCarthy has a bill that does exactly that. He just doesn't want to sign it because it doesn't fit perfectly with Democrat priorities. But, man, that's not how the system works. The people elected a Republican House. A Republican speaker has advanced a spending plan. Biden needs to either, you know, crap or get off the pot because that's the idea. That's the plan. And if he wants to... If he wants to go after it, then advance an alternative plan, but he can't just sit back and let the radicals in his own administration run free and do nothing. Um, Ohio is a bellwether for the nation. What are the folks in Ohio, not just not just the Republicans or people that voted for you, but the independents, Democrats, your constituents, you represent the entire state and all the folks 
in the Buckeye State. What, when you go back and talk to them, what, what do they think about the financial situation, economic situation in the country? Well, one, they know it's unsustainable. And two, people are smart. People are a lot smarter than the Beltway media gives them credit for. They know there's a direct connection between the interest rates that they're paying for their home mortgage and the complete disaster of a Biden economy that we have. So this is not an, a hard argument to make. And I think what's happened in the past is that Democrats always bet on the media and the big corporations to go in for their agenda, put pressure on Republicans so Republicans would bend the knee and fold. But I think on issue after issue, you've got a new type of Republican who looks at the government, looks at their cooperation with the media and the big corporations and says, we're not going to do what Wall Street and big tech want us to do this time. And I guess what's happening at the House, it's a good thing that it's happening. And look, if we see this through, we may have the first big win on a debt ceiling pretty much since I've been alive. Uh Tomorrow, Title Forty Two comes off already. Man. We're going to have we're going to have coverage live as we do every day from the border. This morning, it was out of control. Uh, they're talking about seven hundred thousand to a million poten- potentially folks coming across in the next forty eight seventy two hours. Your thoughts? Look, this is lawlessness, and this is bringing fentanyl into our country. It's turning our entire southern border over to the Mexican drug cartels, and they put this poison all across our country. You know what else it is, Steve? It is legalized theft, because when you allow illegal immigrants to flood your country by the millions, the tens of millions in this case, you make housing prices go up, you make food prices go up, and you drive down the wages of the American worker. We cannot hammer this message enough that every time they let another illegal immigrant into this country. They are stealing from the middle class in this country. The middle class has been stolen from enough. This is more theft. The, the phrase we use here is every town a border town, every state a border right. state. How has it impacted uh, your constituents in, uh, in the Buckeye State? Well, look, man, go to any Ohio big city or even a medium-sized town. You see housing is through the roof. Interest rates are crazy. But the price of housing, if you want to try to buy a home as, as a 25-year-old American couple trying to get started off, start a family, build the American dream, you cannot do it partially because foreign investors are coming and buying this stuff up, but also because you've got millions of people who shouldn't be here who are competing with Americans for the American dream of homeownership. It's crazy. The other thing is fentanyl, right? Biggest cause of death among our young people in the state of Ohio. It is killing us, and the Biden administration is doing nothing about it. Unbelievable. Second opium war. I That's know. Right. I know uh, you're a, a populist, and you've done such an amazing job in the Senate so far. Let's go ahead. I think we got a clip from uh, Senator Vance, and I want to talk about uh, East Palestine. The people of East Palestine are going to deal with the costs of what Norfolk Southern did for the next generation. The mental health costs, the physical health costs, the economic damage, the loss of home and property values, they will be dealing with this for 20 years hence. The least that we can do is make it less likely that the next East Palestine happens in our communities. We cannot, on the one hand, acknowledge that Ohio taxpayers and Ohio citizens are bearing the cost of this accident, and on the other hand, say it's ridiculous to require the rail industry to do a little bit more on safety. They should be doing more on safety. They should be incurring some additional costs so that another East Palestine doesn't happen again. We also have, by the way, the support of the Heritage Foundation. We have the support of Russ Vogt, one of the most important leaders in the conservative movement. We have the support of Donald Trump, the former president who had a deep emotional connection to the people of East Palestine and is asking this committee not for vague promises from industry, but that we get something done, that we do the job of legislators and actually legislate. What happened in East Palestine cannot be undone. We cannot reverse it. We cannot change it. 
We cannot undo the psychological, economic, and physical toll of the derailment in East Palestine, but I guarantee you, whether it's tomorrow or next week or next year, there will be another East Palestine in this country if we do not pass the Railway Safety Act. It's that simple. Your advice to President Trump to go to East Palestine was the inflection point for his campaign. Everything that's happened since then is totally different than before. Talk to us about East Palestine. And here's what I don't get. Why is this bill controversial? Why, why are some yeah. particularly people that I know you admire and work with are, are against this? So first, I got to say, that was all Donald Trump. I encouraged him to come, but he actually said before I said anything to him, he was like, I'm going to go to East Palestine. I'm going to deliver water bottle to people. Look, Trump, as you know, has an emotional connection to his voters. They love him. He loves them. He knows that East Palestine is his area, and he volunteered to go. And, man, it was huge. People were so excited to see him. Uh, I think he was thrilled to get that reception and to interact with some of the people on the ground. But here's the thing. Norfolk Southern set off a chemical bomb in East Palestine. You yourself visited. We are dealing with the health consequences and will be for a generation in East Palestine. Our bill is very simple. It says, you know what? If these railroads are going to destroy our communities and force the taxpayers and the people on the ground to bear these costs, the railroads have got to do more. they got to pay bigger fines. And this, to me, fits in. It's an important populist issue, Steve, because the question presented here is do we serve our own voters or we desert, do we serve industry? Do we listen to the corporate lobbyists or do we listen to the people who sent us here in the first place? And this is another example of, yeah, a lot of new generation of Republicans and certainly our voters are looking at the railways and saying, you better pay up. But there are a lot of establishment Republicans. I hate to say it. Uh, even Ted Cruz has come out and defended the railroad lobby in the wake of this legislation. It's ridiculous to me. You hear this phrase, Steve, you hear this slogan, go woke, go broke. Right. If the railroad industry has gone woke and it has, if it's setting off chemical chemical bombs in our communities and it has, isn't it the job of the servants of the people to make them pay up a little? That's all this is about. It's plain and simple. You know, this audience loves you, admires you, had your back in the campaign. Give them some inside right. baseball. T tell them about when you see something that's so logical has to happen. Walk through how the cartel, how does the, how does the swamp really work? Well, let me tell you one thing, Steve. It's been crazy in this process. And I don't want to reveal confidences here because a friend told me this in, in, in good faith. But you know that there are people, there are Republican senators on the Commerce Committee who are telling industry, we will protect your cheap offshore labor if you support us on this Railway Safety Act. That is an actual trade that's been made between members of the Commerce Committee and a lot of industry. We have a massive border crisis. This stuff is all connected, Steve. We have a massive border crisis. Why are they coming? Because big industry in Wall Street wants cheap labor, the American dream be damned. And we have at the very same time congressional Republicans saying, we'll promise you cheap labor so long as you help us fight against railway safety. This stuff is so corrupt, Steve. And you know this. The audience knows it at heart. I maybe didn't get it until I saw it up close and personal. The way that industry cooperates with big government to keep wages down, to keep our border wide open, to keep the fentanyl in our community, and to keep basic rail safety from happening, it's all connected, man. How do we – we got a couple of minutes here. How do we fight it? T tell me – you've got this bill. You're being attacked by all sides. You would think this would be pr pretty plain, but to, to take on the cartel, to yep. take on the lobbyists, to take on the corporate power – 
and the oligarchs on Wall Street in Silicon Valley and the uniparty that protects them? How do you do it? Well, first of all, we need leadership. So Donald Trump came out and supported our bill. Very big thing for him to do. Obviously, look, we got a debt ceiling. We got a lot of going on with immigration. For Trump to come out and support the bill was big, gave us a lot of momentum, is one of the reasons why I think we're going to get it passed. Uh, so number one, we need leadership. Number two, we need the war room audience. Call your representative, call your senator, go to bat and say, we cannot let the railways poison our communities without any consequences. It's that simple, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. So the, the people have power. Thank God for the American Constitution, Steve, because the people still have power if they're willing to exercise it. If they go to bat and they let people know we need to start choosing people over the big government, big corporation, unholy alliance, we're going to be in good shape. We understand we've got a couple of minutes left. I know you get a bounce, but uh, people uh, think very highly of you of understanding geopolitics. Give me your sense of Ukraine. Where do we stand with the situation now? Look, man, it's a long-term quagmire. It's making a lot of defense contractors in this country rich, but it is a massive distraction from the main threat of communist China. Here's the crazy thing, Steve. I know we only have a couple minutes left, but you go down the line of the weapon systems the Taiwanese would need to fight back against the Chinese invasion. HIMARS, Patriots, long-range artillery shells. We are depleting our stockpile of that stuff to send to Ukraine. The Chinese love what we're doing because the weapons that we could use to fight back against them, God forbid, whether it's us or the Taiwanese in a future conflict, we're depleting the stockpile. So people say we need to stand up for Ukraine to be tough on China. China doesn't give a damn about how much American politicians chest thump. They care about whether we have enough bullets to fight the next war, and right now we don't. We gave them our manufacturing base. Now we're giving the Ukrainians all of our weapons. It is a catastrophe waiting to happen for this country. In this city, how tough is that behind closed doors? How tough is when you take this argument to people, how tough is it to move the football? It's very tough, man. Uh, a lot of people military are, industrial complex pretty dug in here. Yeah, they're pretty dug in. There are a lot of people who privately will come up to me, my colleagues who will say, look, I largely agree with where you're on Ukraine, but you cannot challenge leadership on this issue. They know that we're in a tough spot but they don't want to say it because of the consequences. How do people follow you, your books, your writings, everything about your campaign and what you're doing on the Hill? Yeah, website is jdvance.com. We're on Twitter, jdvance1. We're on Gitter, uh, Facebook, all the social media networks. We're on Truth Social. Uh, follow us along. Stay involved in what we're doing because we're trying to fight for the people, but we need the people's help to do it. The populist voice that's in the United States Senate, and remember, it's not, a, uh, it's not an easy place. As Senator Vance has uh, found out, uh, sponsoring these bills, pushing these bills forward to back the American people, and particularly, Senator Vance, the working people, men and women, middle class and working class in the great state of Ohio. It's just incredible. We were in Palace, East Palestine. People said J.D. Vance came out here for us. I mean, it was pretty amazing. And I've got to tell you, that's the inflection point of President Trump's campaign. Okay, take a short commercial Thanks, break. Man. We have uh, Wesley Hunt. We have Wesley Hunt today from Houston, Texas. I think we're trying to get Tim Burchett. From uh, Tennessee, we're packed, and pregame starts at 6 o'clock up in New Hampshire. Senator Vance, thank you. Be back in a moment. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons 
the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Stephen K. Bannon. As you know, on Thursday, tomorrow, May 11th, at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, the Title 42 public health order will terminate. At that point, we will once again process people at our southern border using our immigration enforcement authorities under Title VIII of the United States Code. Our overall approach is to build lawful pathways for people to come to the United States and to impose tougher consequences on those who choose not to use those pathways. We are taking this approach within the constraints of a broken immigration system that Congress has not fixed for more than two decades. And without the resources we need, personnel, facilities, transportation, and others that we have requested of Congress and that we were not given. Mr. Pedro, uh, are you prepared to start releasing migrants into the U.S. without court dates and without a way to track them to reduce overcrowding? So uh, when, uh, like other administrations, when we release individuals, um, we release them on conditions. And their compliance with those conditions is absolutely necessary. And if they fail to comply, we will seek to apprehend them and remove them. Uh, they are ultimately in immigration enforcement proceedings. But what we are speaking of, what you are inquiring of, is a, mi a minor, is a fraction of the people that we encounter. In fact, the vast majority will be addressed in our Border Patrol facilities and our ICE detention facilities. We are making it very clear that our border is not open, that crossing irregularly is against the law, and that those who are not eligible for relief will be quickly returned. Okay, Congressman Wesley Hunt uh, from Texas 38, that is the Houston area, joins us, a graduate of the United States Military Academy at West Point, a former Army Apache helicopter pilot. Sir, you've been in some pretty dangerous uh, 
areas of the world in defense of your country. Talk to me about the Houston area and what is happening, what is happening right now in this invasion of the southern border allowed and exacerbated by the Biden regime. So what Mayorka just said is a bold faced lie to the American public. And again, I guess he thinks that we're stupid and we have no idea what we're saying. I'm telling you, sir, and the American public, believe your eyes. For the past few years, this has been an invasion and it has been a, a, a horrible assault on our constitution and on our country. We've had the most people to enter our country illegally in decades. We've had enough fentanyl pouring through our country to kill every single American six times. And what's gonna happen tomorrow is just gonna be an added incentive for people to enter our country illegally. We are talking about over six million people. That's the equivalent to eight congressional districts have entered our country illegally. And down in Houston, we are feeling it. I think we were talking earlier, sir, you know, Houston is is known as the energy capital of the world, but it's also known as the human trafficking capital of the world because we are having people pour across our southern border. They are going to Houston. The cartels are shipping people to Houston, and that's kind of the, 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 the hub of the spoke, and everybody else is permeating from there. And so at some point, when do we, the people, say enough is enough? And I'm sick of them blaming Congress and blaming it for not blaming us for not passing any kind of proper legislation. Kamala Harris has been deemed to be the border czar, and she hasn't even been down to the border. Mayorkas deserves to be impeached for his failures as well, and we all see it. And what I want the American public to know is that for the next couple of years, we have got to get this right by 2024, because they are dedicated to destroying our country. Uh, Congressman, uh, tomorrow you actually, the, the irony here is uh, they're going to rip the Band-Aid off with Title 42, although they're pouring over and they have been pouring over today. They're really ramping up. Yeah. Tomorrow you guys debate, and I guess, vote on uh, this bill about border security. Can you tell us about yes. it? Yes. Of course, we'll just kind of run down some of the uh, top line items. Uh, it, it's to build 900 miles of Trump's border wall. It requires 22,000 active CBP agents at all times. It requires a five-year investment for security at all of our ports of, of, of entry. It ends catch and release. It requires E-Verify. This is what we want to do in the House of Representatives to protect the American people. And I can guarantee you Joe Biden is going to look at this, he's going to tear it up, and he's going to say no. And I want the American people to know that we are working every single day to get this done. We have an opportunity here in 2024 to elect President Trump. Trump to make sure we take back the Senate and then to make sure we keep the majority in the House. If we do those things, then what we just talked about in bills like this will be passed in the future to protect the American people. Congressman, you served your country once. You came back and, and running for Congress, serve it again. Talk to me about the people in Houston, their thoughts about this invasion of the southern border. Is this is this top of mind for them? It's the number one question that I get asked when I go home every other week. People are terrified. And also people are terrified because we're seeing a spike in crime. And so when you compare what, what's, what's happening at the border and then you tack on the defund the police movement and everything else that the Democrats are proposing that's flat out anti-American, and I wonder why people are just terrified. You know, I speak to mothers that are concerned about putting gas in their cars. They are concerned about taking their children to school. And it's all because of the idea that we don't have a sovereign border. So Something that I and your daughter fought to protect. And by the way, been all over the world, sir. I've seen it all. Spent two years in Saudi Arabia, been to Iraq. I'm here to tell you that other countries don't behave this way. 
Other countries have sovereign borders. Other countries have people that protect their sovereignty for their future posterity. And the idea of going to any country in Europe or any other developed country and telling them, we're going to allow you to have six million people into your country illegally, what would they say about that? When I was stationed in Saudi Arabia, I had to have a diplomatic passport just to enter the airspace of that country. And we are having people literally walking across the border from all walks of life, from all over the world every single day. And the people in Houston, Texas and throughout Texas are fed up with it. Uh, you, you, uh, you, we opened this segment with a cold open with Mallorca saying that, yeah. uh, you know, there's no invasion, uh, the border's not open, it's all the far- fault of the MAGA Republicans, they won't give them the resources, Congress won't give him this, this is why it's broken. Uh, you said he ought to be impeached. What do you mean by yes. that, sir? So I'm on the House Judiciary Committee, and on this committee, a couple of weeks ago, we had the mayor from El Paso uh, come testifying b- b- before us. And you want to know what he said, sir? He said that if you're calling what's happening at our border an invasion, that means you're racist. And I promptly rose my hand and I said, you know, that's really interesting. I think what's happening at the border is an invasion. And I can assure you that I'm not racist. To answer your question about Mayorkas, if this is the kind of mentality that Democrats have, and this is the kind of behavior that Mayorkas is, is, is allowing, I think Senator Cruz did a spot-on job in laying out the case as to why he should be impeached moving forward. And I think that case is going to continue to be built after what happens tomorrow. At some point in time, the dams are going to break hell. The dams have already been broken. But now when you, are, when you see this level of a derelict of duty, when you start talking about seeing six, seven and eight million people entering this country illegally under the Biden administration and under the leadership of Mayorkas, I can't think of another description worse than being called a derelict of duty. And that's why he should be impeached. Congressman, uh, we said on the show yesterday, and as you know, we're, we're, we're harder to the right on the budget than, than the speaker, but we think he's done a f- fantastic job of pulling together yeah. these votes. But he came out yesterday, and it was a master class of explanation at the White House of what he did. The performance was incredible. Joe Biden's up today giving a speech. He says that, it, uh, Congressman Hunt, it's people like you, MAGA extremists, MAGA Republicans, that are bringing the nation to its knees in the capital markets and the economy. What say you about this debt ceiling fight, sir? We have banks closing all over this country. This is the worst inflation that I have seen in my lifetime. The response to the Biden administration is to do what? Add 87,000 IRS agents. I'm here to tell you, sir, we don't have a tax revenue problem in this country. We have a spending problem in this country. And if we can't rein that in by unleashing American energy, by unleashing American innovation, by growing our way out of this crisis, then guess what? We're going to have a very tough two years. And don't blame MAGA Republicans, because we all know exactly where the economy was, especially before COVID. And this is also the reason why President Trump is doing so well in primary polling and amongst Republicans today, with his approval rating being above 65%. And that's because the economy is what's most important to all of us. You cannot blame us. Over the course of the past few years, we have completely cratered our economy, and it's because of the poor policies of Joe Biden. And that's why his numbers are where they are. That's why they won't even let him debate anyone, because then he has to explain himself. And Lord knows he can barely you know, put two sentences together at this point. But the insinuation that this is our fault, or that's President Trump's fault, is ridiculous. And the American people know better, because we were alive 
four, five, six years ago. And now we're seeing every single day these poor policies ravage our homes. We have less money in our pocket. We are paying more taxes and we are less safe. It is just that simple. And we got about a minute. Uh, I know you're a big fan of the president's uh, President Trump. What would you like to see out of him tonight at this town hall? You know, President Trump is a fighter and him going on CNN is all you need to know about the kind of fighter that we need coming, helping us out here in 2024 and relieving us from disastrous policies that we've seen from, from Joe Biden and from Kamala Harris. But the best salesman for the American first, for America first agenda is Joe Biden. And what I really want to, what I really want him to see and what I really want, want him to do is to contrast what he can do for us in the future what he has already proven he can do for us in the past, and to show the American public that we are the way for the future. And I think President Trump is is going to do a very good job tomorrow on CNN exposing them for exactly who they are. And next, what I want to see is I want to see Joe Biden go on your show. I want to see Joe Biden go on a conservative show. But guess what? I guarantee you they won't do that. And I love the fact that President Trump is going to go right to the belly of the beast and fight for us. Congressman, how do people get to you? Social media and what's your website? Wesleyfortexas.com and all my handles are there. Sir, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for having me on, as always. The future of our country, our party, and our movement. Congressman Wesley Hunt from Texas 38. Thank you, sir. Honor to have you on here. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature, stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign-up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. Stephen K. Bannon. Thank you all for coming today. Since taking the gavel in January... The Committee on Oversight and Accountability has accelerated its investigation of the Biden family's domestic and international business practices that we began last Congress. I want to be clear. This committee is investigating President Biden and his family's shady business deals that capitalize on Joe Biden's public office and risked our country's national security. This committee has a duty to ask questions and pursue the facts no matter where they take us. Through the committee's investigation, we intend to provide transparency to the American people and reach legislative solutions. 
In only four months since obtaining subpoena authority, we have made astonishing progress. Today, we'll talk about that progress. First, we want to discuss information the committee has learned since our last press conference in November. New information investigators have uncovered regarding the transfer of money from foreign entities to the Biden family. M many of the wire payments occurred while Joe Biden was vice president and leading the United States efforts in these countries. First instance, while Vice President Biden was lecturing Romania on anti-corruption policies, in reality, he was a walking billboard for his son and family to collect money. Hunter Biden and his associates capitalized on a lucrative financial relationship with the Romanian national who was under investigation for and later convicted of corruption in Romania. The Bidens received over $1 million for the deal. And 16 of the 17 payments to their associates account that funneled the Biden's money occurred while Joe Biden was vice president. In fact, the money stops flowing from the Romanian national soon after Joe Biden leaves the vice presidency. This is a pattern of influence peddling. This appears separate from any payment Hunter received from his work connecting this individual to a U.S. law firm. We'll also provide further information regarding the Biden's relationship with China. This includes two individuals the committee is particularly concerned about. One of them, Yi Jinming, had close ties to the highest levels of the Chinese Communist Party and operated a multi-billion dollar energy company with access to large sums of money. We'll discuss how the Bidens received millions of dollars from this individual through the use of shell companies and wire transfers. In March, the committee released its first bank records memorandum that showed a Biden associate, Rob Walker, used his company to funnel money from the Chinese to various Biden family members. Democrats dismissed the evidence, even though it was based on bank records directly from the bank. The Democrats on the Oversight Committee received the same records as the Republicans, and they were able to verify the information. Democrats said all the bank records showed were Papa John's and Starbucks receipts. They deliberately chose to misconstrue and deny what was clearly in front of them. Hunter Biden's representatives claimed the money was, quote, good faith seed funds, but could not explain why those funds had to go through an intermediary in what appears to be an attempt to hide the transfers from the Chinese. They also couldn't explain why the Bidens received over $1 million in 16 different wire transfers over a period of three months to at least five different banks. The president, when confronted with this information, said it wasn't true. Instead of being with, honest with the American people, President Biden has claimed since the 2020 election that his family has not received money from China. That was a lie in 2020, and he continues to lie to the American people now. The Bidens have received millions of dollars from China. It is inconceivable that the president did not know it. The White House refuses to correct the president's statements, showing the president is now using the federal government to run interference for his families and his own role in these schemes. Now I want to say a few remarks about the developments last week.
A week ago, I sent a subpoena to the FBI for a form that a whistleblower has alleged is in the FBI's possession. We hope the FBI will be transparent and forthcoming and provide the Oversight Committee with the 1023 form we have subpoenaed. If they do, the committee will assess the form it has subpoenaed from the FBI and has been my practice. We will report to you only facts when they are verified and indisputable. This committee will not pursue witch hunts or string the American people along for years with false promises of evidence that is beyond circumstantial evidence as Representative Adam Schiff and the Democrats did for years. I trust the whistleblower. A subpoena from this committee is a powerful tool that I do not take lightly. The level of detail provided to Senator Grassley led me to conclude a subpoena was warranted and I stand by that assessment. I will say this, when Senator Grassley approached me with the information the whistleblower provided, it was because of the information we've learned through this committee's own investigation that indicated to me the whistleblower's allegations are consistent with our independent findings. Those findings are what I called you here today to discuss. The committee has reviewed thousands of bank records from individuals and companies hang, affiliated hang, with hang, the Hang Bidens a second. I want Denver and our a crack team here. Just put a pin in it right there. I'm going to restart it. Breaking news. The FBI. So, so I, I wanted to play that through his introduction, talk about the money, and then go all the way through the whistleblower. Because as Natalie Winters reported on here this morning, they sent over a, uh, a subpoena that said, by noon, by high noon, we need to hear from you. We need this form, and that form's got all the documentation of what the whistleblower said. And the FBI has come back to them, just has just uh, come back to them with a six-page letter. And as soon as we can get it, can we get that letter up on, and if Grace and uh, Mo can put it up everywhere so people can see it. They basically said, the FBI said, suck on this. You're getting nothing. Okay? This is your FBI. This goes to my point. You got, you got Santos is rolled up on, uh, on uh, some administrative thing today, and they got a bevy of thousands of people, and that's all they're talking about. The New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and MSNBC did not tweet out anything. First of all, didn't cover it live, didn't tweet out one tweet from those massive operations, not one tweet during this historic press conference this morning, not one, not one. But each of them had two or three on Santos, some congressman from Long Island who said today, hey, I saw these things. It looks like it's administrative. Maybe my files are wrong. I'll straighten it out. I'll sit down. But I'm not resigning, and he should not resign. They're coming, they 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 double-teamed that, triple-teamed, let's go, let's go, let's go. we got to get Santos and all the, all the media. Are you going to resign? Are you going to resign? Are you going to resign? Screw you, he's not going to resign. Drudge didn't have one link to this. This was historic this morning. And then the FBI, the Praetorian Guard, the FBI, what did they tell you? Shove it. Hey, your congressional committee, your congressional oversight committee, Grassley's done this. You're looking for the form that your $6.8 trillion paid for? You don't want to defund the FBI. We should defund the FBI immediately, all of it, not one penny, until they, until they serve up the whistleblower, who I understand from informed sources is afraid for his life. He's afraid he's going to be murdered. He's afraid he's going to be killed. And the FBI, they showed you today, oh, 
You insurrectionists, you domestic terrorists, you're trying to tear down all the institutions. You're trying to tear down the institutions. They're telling Congress, suck on this. We're not going to let you have anything about the Bidens. The Bidens are totally corrupt, and they've sold us out to our enemies. No question about that. And he had Comer right there talking about Senator Grassley, etc. Do I have my next guest uh, ready? Just let me know. Is he up? Let's go to. Uh, I've got by phone, Boris. I've got you by phone. Uh, you've been in the in the in the firestorm of this of yesterday in New York. Th- this ridiculous thing in New York. They're coming at. Look, they're protecting. It's a protection racket for the Bidens, and it's a persecution of Trump because they understand Trump's winning. They understand he's up on CNN tonight that they're replatforming. He's eight points up on uh, DeSantis. Even Steve Schwartzman, pretty smart guy. I'm not a fan. Pretty smart guy tells DeSantis after a couple of meetings, I don't think so. I'm not in. Spreading the fee. He's the presumptive. Trump's the presumptive Republican nominee. Spreading the field in the Republican Party. Uh, clubbing Biden right now by seven or eight points. It'll be 10 or 15 before too long. Biden's going to get off. He's going to get thrown off this ticket. They're not going to be the nominee. Boris, you saw the kangaroo court yesterday of, of New York justice against President Trump. You've seen today with the Biden crime family, and then Santos, he's got some administrative stuff, or he did this thing on a campaign financer. He took unemployment. I don't know. But they got like 90 charges, 200 years, and he said, hey, how about this? I ain't resigning at all. Bring it. Boris Epstein, uh, tell us, I want to get the pregame tonight, but I want to talk about these investigations, particularly the FBI telling Comer and Oversight, suck on this, you're getting nothing. Last time I heard the whistleblower, whistleblower was protected, whistleblower, the perfect call, the whistleblower was, was held up as the as literally the highest form of patriotism in our country. Is that not true? The highest form of patriotism was to be a whistleblower during the perfect phone call in the, uh, in the summer of 2019. Not so much now. Boris Epstein. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse. And first of all, as far as tonight, President Trump is going to dominate. It is going to be vintage. Everybody should tune in and watch, however you do. It is going to be a world-class performance by the strongest political figure in American history, President Donald J. Trump. So that's tonight, 8 o'clock in New Hampshire. Steve, in terms of what's going on, we've talked about this. There's no question that we do not have a single, direct, honest system of justice in this country. We have broken justice. And it, look, at, look at the Santos question. No matter what one thinks about it, here's one thing that is irrefutable. They have put together this case in five months. The Hunter Biden case has been going on for years, and they literally have a laptop full of crimes. The laptop from hell. It took the mainstream media three years after lying about it over and over and over again to find, well, maybe some of it is real. The, the American people have been lied to, they've been misled, and it's been done by a cabal of the highest levels of intelligence and law enforcement, including those 51 fake intel officials who signed that shameful illegal letter regarding the laptop, lying and claiming it was Russian disinformation when they knew it was real. And now they've admitted that they knew it. It's a cabal of the highest level of intel and law enforcement, Democrat political operatives, and mainstream media. And now they're all being called out. And yes, Steve, it's obvious. Why is the FBI not turning over this information? Because 
They're hiding and protecting the Biden crime family while doing all they can to attack their strongest political adversary, President Donald J. Trump, who's only getting stronger and stronger and stronger. You're seeing that in the polling everywhere, and you'll see it again tonight. Boris, if you hang on, we're going to hold you through the break. I know you're busy. No uh, we're going to take a short commercial break here. By the way, uh, Grace, uh, the, the Queen of the Trolls, and uh, Captain Bannon are going to be live streaming on Getter tonight at 8 o'clock, the entire CNN, uh, this entire CNN uh, town hall. Uh, Caitlin Collins will be the, uh, should be the moderator. These will be Republican voters or independents that lean Republican. They're going to vote in the primary up there. Uh, we're going to do it. I may be in the live chat. Also, want everybody on Getter to get in there. We'll share as a community. Boris Epstein, short commercial break. Uh, blockbuster news. The FBI tells Comer, sorry, not sorry. Next in the war room. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, to see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back. And that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you sit, switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for. Back the only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile. Take action today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. This new one looks pretty good. Really? Did you know Ron DeSantis backed deep cuts to Social Security and Medicare? Ron DeSantis? Yeah, he voted to cut Social Security or Medicare not once, not twice, but three times. DeSantis even tried to raise the retirement age to 70. I thought DeSantis was one of the good ones, but he's just another career politician. America needs Trump. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, we're honored to have Boris on here. Boris, we've got a couple of minutes. What would you like to see tonight? 
come out of President Trump. And I think he's returning to the platform for the first time since the 16 campaign. I'm not sure he was on the entire time of his first term. What would you like to see tonight come out of this town hall? What I expect to see, Steve, is President Trump continuing to deliver his message to all Americans. And, and that's a big part of the reason to do this town hall on CNN in New Hampshire, because the message isn't just for Republicans. It isn't just for the war room posse. It's not just for me. It's for everybody. And if there are any logical Democrats out there, well, they ought to be coming on board and joining with the MAGA movement, joining the war room posse. President Trump is going to be talking about the border, which is obviously a disaster, literally, as we speak, hot fire at the border. He's going to be talking about the economy, celebrating a 4.95% CPI increase year over year as if some sort of panacea. It's a disaster. He's going to be talking about the absolute devastation that's going on in Ukraine, which is a dumpster fire surrounded by nuclear reactors, and continuing to draw the contrast between the strength, the dominance, including on energy that we had during the Trump presidency, and the absolute mess, which is an understatement, the disaster that we are in now under pathetic, hopeless, crooked Joe Biden. It is going to be a tour de force tonight by President Trump. Boris, how do people get you? How do they get to the newsletter? How do they get you on social media? Steve, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here, honor to be with you on the posse. My information, the website, it is hot. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All eyes on New Hampshire. Thank you very much, Boris. Okay, in the in the next hour, we are going to have, I'm going to have Richard Barris and Daniel McCarthy. Daniel's written an incredible piece at American Mind about uh, Trump can win in 24. We're going to have Daniel, one of the top thinkers in the conservative movement, break that down for us. Barris is going to show us some, some new polling, uh, and a, a primary polling. You see the numbers are even worse, I think, for uh, Governor DeSantis. We're going to get to all that. Uh, we're going to do a pregame on this town hall tonight. Town hall will be 8 o'clock. We'll be streaming it up on Getter. Uh, I'll be joining the live chat, so you, you don't want to miss that. Um, we're also going to be, if we can, to get our correspondents who are down there and some footage the things are breaking out and they're quite ugly uh down on the southern border as you um as you can imagine I want to make sure all prayers tonight are for the folks down the rio grande valley northern mexico this thing is just chaotic brought to you by this illegitimate regime a couple things uh the but by the staffs are meeting there's going to be another meeting on friday at the white house is what i understand you uh have um Shaken them to the core because of your steadfastness regarding uh, regarding uh, the debt ceiling in this fight. But it's only going to get more intense now. The pressure is going to get higher. That's why you need to understand everything about it. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. You can get the end of the dollar empire. Understand how so much of our economy, how so much of our capital markets are built upon the dollar being the prime reserve currency. Make sure... You go check it out. The last is the debt trap. It immerses you in exactly what this fight is about the debt ceiling is. And this is not to make you the smartest person, the most interesting person at the cocktail party or, uh, or with your golf foursome or at a dinner party or backyard barbecue or sitting in the stands in Little League. It's to make you part of the creditors committee. We need everybody's shoulder to the wheel. You heard uh, Senator Vance as we started the show. Also, 
you can go and talk to Philip Patrick and his team. And I think Philip is going to join us this Saturday uh, with Dave Walsh. We're going to go through energy. We're going to go through the bricks. We're going to go through gold buying. We're going to go through where the world economy is right now and how it impacts you. But right now, you can check out. You go to birchgold.com slash band, and you can find out everything about precious metal, why central banks are buying more in 2022 than they've ever bought, why they're buying more in 2023. And what it means to you, IRAs, 401ks, all that. But you can get the information. Immerse yourself in information. This is what you need to do. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Also, um, the uh, MyPillow.com promo code warrant. Mike is going to be with us tomorrow. He's been traveling today. He's down, I think, in South Texas. He's going to be with us tomorrow. He's got a lot to go through, a lot of new information. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com promo code uh, War Room, uh, get the you get to the square, the MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free, sleep the sleep of the just. Let me go to Crom Carmichael. Crom, haven't had you on in a week or so. Tell me about Salty, brother. Uh, Steve, first of all, thanks so much for having me on. And boy, I tell you what, the, the topics that you are covering in the news today is is just incredible. Uh, but I'm holding up in my hand here is a bottle of soul tea. And as as many of your posse knows, and because they are members of soul tea and taking our product, soul tea is to help you have a healthier heart and especially to help you manage your cholesterol. And uh, we, we've been making the active ingredient in soul tea for 18 years. I've been taking that active ingredient myself and I'm 74 years old and uh, and I take no prescription drugs. When I started taking uh, taking the product, my my bad cholesterol was 130. It dropped to 89. It's been under 90 ever since. Uh, and I think that a lot of that goes to uh, goes to soul tea. Our active ingredient is a particular molecule in green tea called theoflavin, and it resides in green tea and fresh tea at one percent. What we do is we have a proprietary extraction process, and we create a uh, a, a raw material that has a 22 percent concentration of theoflavin. So it's the equivalent of drinking over 30 cups of green tea a day. Wow. Now, the reason the reason heart health is so important I, is I, that... I, I tell you what, I tell you, hang, hang, hang sure. on a second, Krom, can you hang on one second? Just, we're going to stick over yeah. to the 6 o'clock show. Um, I want everybody to come, make sure you here at 6. We're going to pregame the town hall. we got Richard Barris, the pulser, pollster. We have Daniel McCarthy, one of the smartest folks in the conservative movement. Crom's going to join us. We're also going to go to the southern border. We got and maybe a couple of three surprises. Short commercial break. Get a cold water and maybe an adult beverage. It's that time of day, right? Short break. Back in the war room in just a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 